Thank you, mighty God. Yeah, let's give him another praise. He's magnificent. Wonderful, wonderful. Hey, let's grab our seats. You know, that's uh, what Pastor Nat was just sharing was just so inspiring. And I just know, church, that as we move forward, that we're just going to have so many God encounters in our future, that God is going to continually have us having collision courses with people in this city that need Jesus, that need the love that is in this place, that need the heart that is in the place, that need actually us. And so many great things have been said this morning, and I'm just so moved, and I'm just so grateful for our friends up here, beautiful people, beautiful people. But I just want to encourage us here today, just for a few minutes here this morning, about positioning ourselves, because as Pastor Nat shared that story, it was all about her continually putting herself personally in a place for God to move. I mean, as she felt that thing in her heart towards those families in Syria, she went to prayer. I was thinking about her speaking as we opened that clothing room. She was using her gift and God enabled through that moment a God encounter with a family that would open a massive door for our church and for our future. I think about the faith that she took to go and step out to believe that we could run a service on a Friday morning in Bella Vista. And within like two weeks of that, the service is underway. The service is happening. And I just want to encourage us here today. God has great and mighty plans for all of our lives that none of us, none of us are exempt because Jesus Christ needs to be known in this city. And how does he do it? He does it through people. He does it through each and every one of us. And I just know in life when we position ourselves in good places, God moves. God moves because he wants to work through us. We are so limited in our own capabilities, but when we partner with God, we become a powerful force because his power starts working through our lives. His power starts working in us so that we can touch people, that we can see people get to know him. We can see people hear hope into their ears because we're speaking hope. We're finding opportunities and open doors because God does that. As we position ourselves, open doors come. And I just know that God wants nothing else than great, fruitful lives to be produced out of our lives. And when we position ourselves, it's so important. In Galatians 6, 7 to 9, it says this, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their faith, their flesh, from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit, from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. See, as we sow, as we sow in life, as we do good in life, as we actually put ourselves in a position for God to use, He will not be mocked. He will be glorified. Our lives will be used in a mighty and a magnificent way. And that's God. That's how God does it. He uses you. He uses me. And he wants to continually be doing that in our lives as we sow. And I just know that, you know, this new life 
situation? Has this been another arm of our church? Another arm of our church to reach and touch people with the love of Jesus. And I just love that we are doing it all around this city. But on a Wednesday night, sometimes we're out in Dundas with a care service. On a Thursday morning, we're here every week with our care service. Friday night, youth's been touched. We're in Auburn some Saturday nights. We're in church here on Sundays. We're out there, church, and we're reaching and we're touching and we're not going to stop. And who's going to help this to keep happening? It's going to be us. It's going to be us, us as people of God saying, yes, I'm going to position myself. I'm going to position myself because I know as I do that, God will use me in mighty ways. You see, I don't really know about Mick's life before being in Christ, but I've heard some of his testimony, and I'm pretty sure that the man he is today is pretty far-fetched from the man he was before he was in Christ. But you see, Mick, once he accepted Jesus as his Lord and Saviour, started putting himself in places and positions so that God can move through him. He's a man of prayer. He's a man who makes it to the house of God week in, week out, week in, week out. He serves in the house of God. He's a man who reads the Word of God. He does some things so that he finds himself positioned so God can move through his life. I like the mixer bat in Christ. I like the mixer bat who positions himself who lives a very busy life but goes and puts time and energy like we did yesterday morning to run a real men breakfast so that men from this place can hear truth, can hear a message from the mighty Tim Christenat about how God came through for him. Although he found himself in a place in life deep in a hole that God pulled him out and he lives a glorious, victorious life today because of the goodness of God. But things like that don't happen without people laying down their life, placing themselves before the cross and saying, God, I'm available. I'm positioning myself, my life, not for my own, but for you and for your glory. And you know what? God has plans for all of us in our own unique way, to have things like that occur. To be people who say, yes, I'm in. Yes, I'm going to serve there. I'm going to be used there. I'm, I'm going to show up to that. I'm, I'm going to be in that. You see, there's so many options in life, and we all know that. There is options all the time, but are we living life in a way we're not going after the things of the flesh? We're going after the things of the spirits because they're the things that have eternal significance. They're the things that we will see our lives being used. And there's such a hard pull sometimes, and I'm not exclusive, like I don't get pulled sometimes too, too much away from things that may not be fulfilling me, of things of Christ. And there's, you know, there could be some good things, but they can be some things of too much TV or too much cafe time or just too much time, not in the, whatever it is, not in the Word. But let's be people who go after God and go after the things of the Spirit and see ourselves positioned and positioned really well. Because when we do that, we're in such a magnificent place for God to use us. And He wants to use us. But we find ourselves, if we would position ourselves. In Acts 10, we read of a, a glorious chapter in the Bible. It's a significant chapter because it's a chapter that sees pretty much the world get changed. And it's a story of a man called Cornelius and a man called Peter. 
And we read at the start of the chapter about Cornelius. He's a man who's a Gentile and he is in prayer because he's positioned himself well. He's a man of prayer. And we read in the Bible that in this place of prayer that he gets a vision about sending some, some people down to somebody else's house in another town because they're to go in there to ask someone called Peter from a guy's called Simon's house to come back and come to his house. He's in a place and a position where he hears from God and he steps out. But the next day there's a man called Peter and he's also in prayer. The Bible says that he gets in a place of a trance and he sees like a vision from heaven with a sheep being let down from heaven. And in that sheep, that sheep, there is, uh, there's animals and there's, uh, there's beasts and there's birds of the air and he hears the Spirit say, you're to eat from that. And, and there's Peter saying, no, those things are unclean. And three times this, this vision gets repeated, but the Spirit says, no, what I have made clean is clean. It's not unclean. And as he's thinking about this vision, he again, he hears from the Spirit of the Lord, and it's there's some men already at that house, and you're to go with them. And I just love to see how God is orchestrating something. And as he goes down, it's right, there's some men, because Cornelius has sent the men, and they arrive, and as Peter's there, and they say, you need to come back. You need to come back to this house. And Peter wasn't right for a Jew to, to mingle with the Gentiles, but he knows it's from the Lord, and he says yes. So the next day they make the journey. While that journey's happening, Cornelius knows that he's heard from the Lord. He's gathering people. He's gathering family. He's gathering friends. And as Peter comes into the house, Peter's the first one to say, this isn't how we normally do things. This, he said, it's unlawful for me, a Jew, to be with you. But I know, I've had this revelation. I know I'm to be here. And we see, as Peter says, that he's had this kind of vision. And Cornelius, Cornelius says, yeah, I've had this vision. It's like this situation collides. And Peter gets to read and preach to these people to preach to these Gentiles about Jesus Christ. And this significant moment for the future of the church, the future of the world happens. And it says in Acts 10, 44, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished. As many as came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay a few days. This collision course this new day for the church, this new day for the world. Why? Because some men positioned themselves. They were in prayer. They heard and they followed. And I just know for each of us individually, there is a place that we need to keep positioning ourselves to be living in the Spirit, 
to be hearing from God, to be following those unctions, those little, those little pulls on our hearts, to serve there, to get water baptized, to start the connect group, to, to go to the new life service, to whatever it is, we just keep following that call because God will be calling us. He'll be wanting us to move. We go there, we position ourselves because good things happen when you position yourself in good places. Who believes that here today? I'll tell you what, the day I went to church at our Oxford Falls campus and I set my eyes on a young college student called Natalie Hooper was a good day. But it was bound to happen because church was where I lived. Church was where I was week in, week out. Good things happen when you keep showing up in good places. Good things happen. God blesses us. The Word of God says that. Psalms 84, 4. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. I'm blessed because I'm in the house of God and you're all here today. You're blessed. You're in the house of God. We just keep positioning or we keep following. Maybe here today, it's like there's a healing service at 12 o'clock today. Maybe you're feeling that pull. Lunch can wait a few more minutes today. Get in that atmosphere. Get in that work of the miraculous. Get a new touch on your life. We're, tonight, we're having a night of praise and worship here in the house of God at 5 o'clock. Maybe you feel that pull to, to come back again because you want to you feed the spirit. You want to you get yourself in a good place, ready for the week, ready for what God has for you. It's all of us continually being aware, where can we position ourselves? Because as we do that, I know God moves. We're there in prayer. We're there for the encounters. There's so many great things we can set up for our lives. Look at the calendar next year. What is presence in it? I'd encourage you to get to our, our annual conference because it's the time of refreshing. It's the time of the hand of God to, to move on your life. There's things we can do always been in that place because I know as we go there we get led just like Cornelius was led just like Peter was led we get led and then we can finish life and we can say oh I was one of those I know that I'm going to hear the well done good and faithful servant I know that I positioned myself in life for God to use I just wasn't about my own kingdom I wasn't about building my own world. I was about building His. I was about placing myself in good positions and being led by God because He wants to lead. I was at home this week with uh, Jesse, my little boy, my seven-year-old, and I, uh, most mornings of the week I, I travel from Dundas to ride to take them to school and we were talking about the school journey and uh, somehow it came up about what time we're leaving that day and and then we just, I don't know, we got on to how long it would take for him to walk to school because Dundas to ride's quite a distance. And I was like, I don't know, you'd have to like leave really early at maybe like six o'clock, you might get there by quarter to nine. And, and then I'm like, would you do it for a thousand dollars, Jesse? And we just started to have this conversation. He's like, oh yeah. And then he's like, but dad, I would, I would need a map to get there. And then he said this, he goes, I need well, I'd either need a map or I'd need God to tell me which way to go. And I, as I heard that, I thought, you know, as we step out and we do things, we are led, He will show us where to go. That was the journey of the new life service. It was like the, just the, the steps of faith. God, lead our steps. 
just lead our steps, and God wants to do that for all of our lives. He wants to guide us. He wants to lead us, and I just want to encourage us here today afresh to be someone who positions yourself for God to use in mighty and magnificent and wonderful ways for His glory so that we can all be used by Him. Because I want to get in. I want to keep going. I want to be in a good place. And if we would just place ourselves, I know that God will use us in mighty ways. In Jesus' name we all said, Amen.